Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our value customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Hey, we're, we're here. Uh, Zach Roth, uh, can you handle this? Uh, Griffin, can you handle this? Hey, Pet Shop, can you handle this? I don't I think don't I can think handle, handle this. this. I don't think I'm ready for this epi. I don't think I'm ready for this epi. I don't think I'm ready for this episode of PetShop.com. Wait, that's not our website. Um, it's PetShopCast.com. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to <laughs> Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm diving headlong into this intro because I just had an energy drink in about 30 seconds. Uh, I'm uh, Griffin. Uh, I'm Zach. (laughs) Sorry, we're... So, a lot's happened since last we... we Last we chatted with you. Last we were here uh, in the walls of our our awesome store here. Um, I had a fabulous weekend at Gen Con. You did, yes. It was... I could could talk for this entire episode about it, um, but I won't... Uh, all I'll say because is I'm, was, yeah, I, I would assume people don't want us to talk that long about it. Yeah, all I'll say it was a. F- this was my first con like ever, aside from like a really dinky uh, con in our uh, our alma mater. Um, but it was phenomenal. Like I spent like three hours just walking the exhibit floor, looking at stuff, and it was amazing. I like barely played any games. I didn't play any D anD. d and it was awesome. Like, <laughs> it was phenomenal. And that's like, yeah, that's like the thing too, right? Yeah, I, I, I have no idea actually because I've never been. I but. mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff, but like, it there is there's a ton of D and D events. We just like didn't uh, we didn't plan ahead well enough, uh, and so most of the events were pretty quickly filled up. Um, mm-hmm. and then they're either all the events that there were seats for at least three seats for because there were three of us were either super late at night. Or really early in the morning, so yeah, we didn't end up with just schedules and seeing other people. And um, but we saw some awesome shows. We saw uh, some folks from Monty Cook Games, who are the folks behind the Cipher System, the Numenera stuff. Gotcha. Um, we they did like an instant improv adventure, which was super awesome. Ooh, that's fun. Um, we saw Neo Scum. Uh, another Shadowrun actual play podcast. That's, Shout out uh, to Casey Tony, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Casey Tony. He's an old college friend and plays Tech Wizard on Neo Scum. Uh, he uh, was a oh, delight. Tech. And then Neo Scum also, at least a handful of people from Neo Scum, guested on a live episode, uh, or at least a live performance of Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is another like improv comedy fantasy show. Mm-hmm. And they were outstanding. It was absolutely incredible and hilarious, and I am so tired. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that'll that do it, like, for real. Anytime that I, I hang out with my fiancé's parents and they're like, let's go do something awesome, mm-hmm. and then, like, we walk for, like, nine hours, and I'm like, I'm so tired. At work today, my legs were just killing me. It's that kind of leg pain that goes all the way up to, like, the top of the butt. Oh, I got to the top of the butt. To the top of the butt. Oh, man. Yeah. Beans. Yeah, and and other news, I am no longer in, in, well, we're kind of in Minnesota now. We are right now. In a sense. Now you're not a Um, resident. But now I no longer live there. Woo! Yes, Griff and I now live within a few miles of each other. If I really wanted to, we could keep this recording going. I could get in my car, and I could be speaking into your microphone in about five minutes. Yes. I'll be right back. No. <laughs> oh, I was like, let's do this. I'm going to go <laughs> to the bathroom while I wait for you. <laughs> no. Um, we should do a, a, a live, quote-unquote, episode. Yeah, no, um, most definitely. Maybe that'll soon. be our next one. Maybe. We'll consider Maybe. it. Maybe we can bring uh, Mr. G back in and... Maybe I'm some other, maybe some more friends. It. We just need to make sure that we like prep a bit, yeah. just because 
when he shows up, he can be a little critical. Yeah, I got like just the state of things, mm-hmm. and that always makes me a little uneasy. Yeah, um, I, I'll, I'll need to buy a new tie because Mr. G. I don't know if you've noticed, he has this thing, Mr. G, where if he sees you wearing a tie that you've worn before in his presence, it makes him just the most upset. Um, yes, no, and so I only always... have the four ties, and we, he's come into the shop a total of four times. So, yeah, you're running out, my man. I know. That's why you just you just start like ripping up a t-shirt into a nice long strip, oh. and then just like use that as a tie. Maybe like a fa- like a nice cravat. A cravat, yeah. yes. I feel like you'd they, be good in a cravat. Like I can see you wearing a cravat. I, I, I am a rather distinguished man. <laughs> Couldn't get uh, through that one with a straight face, Griffin. I know, uh, but, but uh, you're yes. back in town. The boy is back in town, and I am more than thrilled. Yes, no, it was great. We got to catch up last night. Yes, which was wonderful. Griff bought me a fantastic game at Gen Con called Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Annihilageddon. Annihilageddon, which is a fantastic culmination of the Epic Spell Wars series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super which are just excited. Very fun titles to say. Yes, so it's going to yes. be a great, great time. I, I can't off the top of my head think of the um, the 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 developers of said games. Uh, um, Cryptozoic. Cryptozoic is correct. Only because yes, I had to look up the, their, I had to look up the devs so I could find their booth at Gen Con. There you go. Yes, that that they would be at Cryptozoic. Mm. They make ridiculous games, uh, stemming from the very first one, which is of course Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Duel at Mount Skull's Fire, followed up by Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Clash at Castle Tentacle. Yes, um, and then there's some other. No, that one's Rumble at, at, at ah, Rumble at, at Castle Tentacle. Damn it! And then there's something about Mushroom Marsh or something. Um, murder, mush, murder, Mushroom Marsh or something like that. I don't remember. There's, there's a lot of very long titles, yeah. but now I have Annihilageddon, Annihilageddon, which is an awesome deck builder, and I'm very excited to play. Yeah, uh, shout out to Cryptozoic, friends of the show. Yeah, Cryptozoic. Um, uh, we'll, we'll maybe we'll we'll tweet at them. <laughs> um, like bit of a review of your wonderful games. Yeah. But uh, that's not what you're here for today. No, of um, course not. We've done our contractual five minutes of banter and catching up, uh, but now it's time to get on to the contractual 55 minutes of actual pet shop content that you so crave. Yes, yes. Here we are. And so we're going to launch into that very first one, yes. which, in my mind, is... one of the most arboreal yeah. of those creatures. Well, hang on, hang on. What... So what are we doing today, Zach? Well, you see, as the first one will suggest, mm-hmm. um, you know, a while back we decided to to dip our toe into those uh, those gigantic uh, friends um, that also need love. Those mm-hmm. big boys. Talking about um, the old so, big boys. The big boys. So yes, now we're going to uh, dip our toe right back in into big boys too. Revenge of the boy inning. <laughs> I, Okay, well, I'll take that again. Um, um, <laughs> big Boys 2, the boys are back. Um, um, big Boys 2... Bigger Boys? Bigger Boys. Um, big Boys 2, uh, Electric Boyaloo. Uh, uh, we had to throw that <laughs> Electric Boygaloo? Boygaloo. <laughs> that sounds like um, a boy igloo. Yes. Uh, big Boys 2, Revenge of the Boys? Revenge of the Boys, um, Big Boys Two, Big Boys Strike Back, Ooh. Big Boys Two, The Last Boys, <laughs> Let's Hear for the Boys, Let's Hear for the Boys, um, uh, Big Boys Two, Yeah, The Last Boys, um, Big Boys Two, Boy Harder, Boy Hard, <laughs> <laughs> Big Boys Two, uh, The Lost Boys. Ooh, that's pretty good. There's a going bang a rang, bang a rang, um, um, yeah, bang a rang. Uh, big, big Boys Two. Uh, don't you go talk about my boys. Uh, uh, big boys two boys gone. No, uh, boys gone wild. I'm here for big for boys, but you keep, big boys gone you're wild. Here for, you're here for big boys gone wild. I mean, why not? Why do girls get to have all the fun? You raise an excellent point. There um, we go. <laughs> but uh, we are returning to some big boys, some uh, creatures that are classified huge or larger uh, mm-hmm. in the owner's manual. And we've got yes. four nice big boys. If you'll remember last episode for big boys, we did things like the rock, like the kraken, like the uh, tarask, 
and I think we mm. did a purple worm. A purple worm. Yes. yes. So those were four I... pretty big boys. Well, we got some other boys that maybe aren't so they're not as big, but they're certainly yes. very, very, very big still. Yes, definitely. So first, uh, as I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. uh, well, the the most uh, arboreal that I can think of is, of course, the tree ant, uh. or if you you, you want to fiddle with the pronunciation, the treant. The treant. Yeah, it's like T, but with an R, so treant. Okay, I see. You just that. add the N to it. It's a tree ant. It's We're a, talking it, about tree ants. It's ant, a tree guys. ant. So tree ants are giant awakened trees. They're alive. Yes. Yeah. Um, all all trees are alive, Zach. Well, like sentient okay. trees. Okay. Yes, and analog would be the ants in uh, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yes, which uh, I I was like, all right, the for, uh, 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 wizards of the coast. I see you, the treants. I see you getting around that a little bit because <laughs> that Tolkien estate, they could be ruthless. Yeah, they could be ruthless. I mean, that's what halflings um, were. Yeah, halflings exactly. are basically just hobbits. Yeah, and they called them hobbits, I think. And then the Tolkien estate was like, no, 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 you can't do that. That's ours. That's our steez. And they're like, oh, okay. Anyway, tell me about um, treants. Yes, the the first sort of broad header in here it says the sleeping tree awakens, mm. which is very fun. It says a a tree destined to become a tree ant meditates through a long cycle of seasons, living normally for decades or centuries before realizing its potential. Hmm. Yes, so they are trees that something spurs them. Okay. Uh, to sentient life. Interesting. Um, yes. Trees that awaken do so only under special circumstances and in places uh, steeped with nature's magics. So I would assume that, like, the Feywilds, probably lots of tree ants. Yeah, Um, areas where things just kind of, you know, maybe it's been touched by a goddess of nature. Uh, Maybe there's just, like, a really old druid that lives nearby. Yes, um, it says right here that tree ants and uh, powerful druids can sense when a tree has a spark of potential Ah. and protect such trees in secret groves as they draw near the uh, moment of their awakening. Very cool. Yes. Now, apparently it is a very long process, this awakening. Um, And as it, like, it's like as they grow, you know, the, the tree's uh, features start to take on that, you know, like a, a, a face. Yeah. And its limbs sort of grow into arms and legs and whatnot. Neat. Um, which is very fun. I like to, I, I, I want like a, 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 a time lapse yeah. of that process. You know, like when people have nice time lapses of like when like braces sort of uh, sure, sure, sure. start to work and move the teeth around and just like put like right on like a nice knot and you see that knot like turn into eyes and then like the face grows. Yeah, that'd be very fun. Yeah. Um, legendary gardens, as they're described, um, after they are awakened, they uh, continue to grow just like they would if were they a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will uh, keep getting bigger and bigger. Damn. Um, tree ants created from the mightiest trees can reach... Um, Great size as well, developing an innate magical power over plants and animals. Yes. Um, So they can animate plants, um, using them to ensnare and trap uh, uh, intruders. But they can also, you know, uh, uh, sort of uh, Disney princess style, uh, call animals to their aid. Hell yeah. Which is very fun. Um, (laughs) And they're protectors of of the wilderness. So, you know, they they, uh, roll around in their their forests and Mm -hmm. just make sure that... uh, no one's uh, chopping down trees unnecessarily, and yeah, while rooted in places, as a tree ant uh, remains aware of its surroundings and can perceive the effects of events taking place miles away, Ooh. based on subtle changes nearby. Nice. Yes, so, so they, they can, can like sort of... blend in and and continue to look like just a standard tree while yes. kind of scoping out the scene, looking for bad guys. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, it says woodcutters who avoid culling hel- uh, culling healthy living trees and hunters who take only what they need of the forest's bounty are unlikely to arouse a tree ant's ire. Okay. Um, creatures careless with fire, those who poison the forest, and those who destroy great trees, especially a tree close to awakening, face the tree ant's wrath. Yeah. I which Smokey the tree ant's gonna come and whoop your ass <laughs> for real though. Um, but yeah, they're they're fantastic. You know, they have that false appearance. So you know, if they uh, you know they're they're real still, and they 
I, I, I like to imagine sort of in Wizard of Oz, you know, the, the trees that start chucking apples at, yeah. at, at Dorothy. <laughs> Just hang out and you don't notice, but then boom, you get by a tree. Um, they are described as siege monsters, so they're very good at tearing down walls and yeah. breaking through gates. You know, if a nearby, uh, you know, a uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? A fortress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cut, they're they're, they're uh, expanding. They're taking yeah. away some of that forest. A, a tree is gonna come and just kick your walls. They'll in. roll up and be like, "I'm done with this shit," and hey. destroy everything, which is wonderful. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. I'm liking to imagine right now. Because like the depiction, I don't have it open in front of me. Um, but the depiction in the in the owner's manual is kind of like a standard like oak tree, I think. Yeah, and it's um, just a nice big tree. I'm trying to picture like like pine tree treants or like willow tree. Yeah, or sycamore. A willow one would be really cool. Um, or like oh god, like a sequoia. Or like a redwood. A, a, yeah, a gigantic like three hundred foot tall. Redwood treants. Oh man, that'd be huge. Ooh, that's a big boy. That would be horrifying. <laughs> unless it's unless you're chill, in which case it's still horrifying but friendly. Yeah. I want to meet one of those chill willow treants. You're just like, hey, bro, what's hey. going on? It's hey. like, oh, hey, you want to go do some hot yoga later? <laughs> hey, like, you, yes, uh, yes, I do, Sean. Yes, I do. If Let's you go. Uh, head down this slope just around the stump down there, there's a nice little creek you can just kind of take it all in by and just kind of cool out. <laughs> Don't be burning down no trees, but hey. If you want, we can burn some grass later. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying, just make sure you share with your boy Sean. <laughs> Righteous. Sean's the best. Dude, Sean's great. Like Sean is great. But yeah, no, they're giant sort of forest protectors. They can control plants and wire well not control, but uh animate beseech. Yeah. And uh beseech. Yeah. Beseech, I think, is a good a good word. Um, and they can um, speak. They um, can speak. Uh, uh, Was it common Elvish Sylvan? And there's one more. But um, I currently am getting a phone call, and for some reason, my iPad is also picking up said phone call. That's strange. Can iPads yeah. take phone calls? Well, I mean, it gets it from my phone because they're connected. Uh, it's druidic. Yes, druidic in Elvish and Sylvan, and common. So that they will they will tell you if you if they if you're pissed off mm-hmm. like. It's like, hey, hey, pick that cigarette butt up right now. Do it. You just drop that by some dry leaves, you motherfucker. Get it out of here. Get it. We, we have the you. smokers posts outside of the forest for this exact there reason. There are designated areas. We pass laws about this, Davis. Come on, Sean. No, Sean's the good tree. Well, yeah, no, he's talking to Sean because his his, oh, his butts. I, yeah, from from you know smoking his grass. I fucked up the bit. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry, Zach. Hey, the the bit carried over. Okay. okay. <laughs> hey, hey, you're great. Thanks. I, I really, but yeah, I really tree ants. Right now. Tree ants are fantastic. You can have one hang in your yard, just you know, like <laughs> chilling. And it's like someone's trying to break into your house, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, guys, hey guy, I like the people who live here. Hey, guys, step off." Step off, and who wouldn't run away from a tree that just started yelling at him? Whoa. Some just hit me. Yeah. Was the kite eating tree from the peanuts? Is the kite eating tree a tree ant? Is the kite eating tree a tree ant? I don't know. Huh. Well, because. Oh, God, you really got me thinking. I'm going to Google this. Google it, my man. Okay, so we've got the kite-eating tree. Yes. The Wikipedia article describes it as a fictional tree, suggesting that it is a being. <laughs> yes, a fictional tree. Okay. Whenever Charlie Brown says to find a kite, the kite always ends up tangled in the tree. Hmm. Is the kite-eating tree a tree? Charlie Brown refuses to concede that the impossible won't someday happen. He will manage to get the kite in the sky where it belongs, or he won't. Because it's the kite-eating tree. Honestly, you know what? I think this story, I think this matter is resolved by the fact that it is well known and called the kite-eating tree. Yeah, it has definitely. a name. It is the kite-eating tree. I think it's. I a, think it's, I think a, it's a secret treat. 
Like one that maybe jumped planes and is like, I'm just trying to do my thing here. I think so. Maybe he's maybe this trance behind enemy lines. Ooh. And is like trying to blend in and maybe this kite okay. is the one material component it needs to get itself home. <laughs> like we're getting some quantum leap shit going. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love this. What if uh. the kite came with the tree? No, it's ridiculous. Um, I think it's a tree ant. The kite usually disappears over a period of several weeks. Now, obviously, the kite had someplace to go, so it seemed to me that the tree must be eating it. There you go. The tree, think, the think, tree eats kites. I think the matter has been resolved. I think it's a tree ant. <laughs> I think it's a tree ant, guys. <laughs> yes. Uh, Glorious. All right. Well, with tree ants, they're great. Yeah. The guard, uh, the guard, the other trees, the real, the real fun. They fuck over Charlie Brown all the time. <laughs> They're super chill. Um, we, we, you know, they're good. You obviously need some some sort of large natural space for them to to vibe in. Yes, um, definitely. But you know, nice fertile a, soil. Mm-hmm, a nice family backyard will do just fine as well oh, with the right size. Um, I know we've I know we've uh, done a lot of bits about treants right now, but I just pictured like a treant park ranger. Like being oh, that would be f- like in the full uniform. Yes, and like, just like being with the hat. Patrolling his own forest. That'd be so good. That'd be really good. He's in like a giant, like wooden pickup truck. <laughs> Pulls up, you know, a pair of Aves on. It's like, uh, hey, you're down. supposed to have cleared out this website. Website, Jesus. You're supposed to have cleared out this campsite this morning. Uh, just wondering when you're gonna check out. No worries, though. Oh. No rush. We will uh, apply a thirty dollar uh, uh, extended fee to your uh, credit card. Oh, uh, looks like you left a couple beer cans there by the fire pit. Make sure you pick those up before you go. Definitely, or I'll be back. Yep, and you don't want me to be back. You don't want <laughs> me to be back. Shagunk. Glasses yeah. down. <laughs> 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 Off it goes. <laughs> that was the truck start. Yes, I got it. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Tree right. We did it. Uh, they're super sweet. Moving forward, we have something a little less sweet. A little more scary. Oh, boy. A little more monstrous, but very fascinating in my mind. I'm here for it. Now, the pronunciation's up for debate. Much like a treant. Or a treant. A treant. Yes. I'm going to, I think, for this, I'm just going to say the first thing that I believe is true. Mm-hmm. The Ramorhes. Okay. The Ramorhes. A Ramorhes is a hmm, gigantic ice centipede. Hmm. I think is the best way to go about this. Uh, they have these long insectoid bodies with a hard outer carapace and some spines. A uh, bunch, a bunch, a bunch of legs. A bunch, a bunch of legs. So, uh, a millipede or a centipede. Yeah. Um, but then as you get toward the top where the head and the face are, there are these uh, kind of frilled, not quite wings, but like, like um, I don't have the right word. I, I, I frills work. Okay. I, I, Some frills that kind of come out around, almost like a cloak, like you're lifting up a cloak. Uh, mm-hmm. down like, to, a, like Kind of like a cobra, almost. Yeah, like a hooded cobra. Um, And then a a big, gigantic insectoid face with two, you know, kind of like uh, sensor eyes, like the single color, like a fly almost. Mm -hmm. Um, Big antennae, big fangs, big gaping maw, because I know Zach's fan of that that word. Um, Gaping maw. Yeah. Uh, But Remorises are Arctic dwellers. They uh, burrow beneath ice and snow. Uh, and they have a sort of internal fire or heat source that, you know how, like, in certain creatures, I think, like, the Purple Worm uses, like, subsonic vibrations to, like, break up the earth around it. Kind of, To help yeah. it, like, dig through forward. The Remores mm-hmm. uses, like, heat from inside of it to, like, melt through ice and sink mm. beneath the surface to burrow and hide and then it like can it will anytime it like bursts out of the ice it's always with like a cloud of steam following it from like the heat of this creature that's interesting yeah um the book describes these these um frills as wing-like fins so that's maybe a better uh uh, description yeah 
they are, like I said, they prey in, they live in Arctic climes, preying on elk, polar bears, other creatures sharing their territory. They do not tolerate warm weather, despite their uh, kind of internal, I almost said internal combustion engine. Uh, <laughs> their internal heat. Uh, they've adapted to the the inside, like their furnace, like an internal furnace has adapted them to colder weather. So, well, yeah, I mean, but like, you know, if you yourself burn hot because you're in an Arctic climate, imagine already burning hot. Yeah. And then being in a hot climate. Yeah, it's no good. Where you that heat doesn't, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dissipate. Mm-hmm. They, That'd be awful. They can lower it to a certain extent. Like, that's mm-hmm. how when they burrow, they can... They can lower they, their body temperature. Yeah, yeah, so they can actually stay hidden and not just continually melt all the ice around yeah. them. Um, but Remorises are a little mysterious. There's not a ton of information out there about them. Um, aside from the fact that they, you know, they're, they're hunters. They exist in the Arctic environments. They, you know, have nests and eggs that they take careful watch over. Giants like to, hi- like to hunt for these eggs and... Ooh. Things like that, because the young ones can be trained to obey commands and help guard, like, ice giant citadels. Ooh, so like they, that. they are trainable, then. To an extent, yeah. They are, they're, they're, they're very big and tough to handle. Yeah. Which is why giants go after them. But, um, young Remorhazes, um, will just kind of, like, gnaw at you and, like, bite you. Whereas the full-sized ones can, like, just swallow you whole. Oh. Yeah. Lovely. That's kind of how they operate. How big do they normally start when they are young? Um, they are the. It doesn't say specifically, but a young remoras is classified as large. Oh, so they start off real big. They start pretty big. They start bigger than you they, and I, my friend. And um, then they just get big. And a normal remoras is classified as huge. So right. they're they're a big boy. They are. Uh, they have immunities to both cold and fire because of their adaptive, uh, what they've adapted to in their climates. And hunting them is tricky because that that heat radiates off of them, and if you get close to them or try to attack them up close, you get burned. Oh shit! Yeah, um, it's that warm. It's that bad. They're they you know their bites radiates that sort of heat as well and if you are swallowed whole you're essentially screwed i mean yeah, if you're going to get like boiled yeah if you're if you, i mean if you're swallowed by anything you're pretty much screwed unless you're unless you're into that um looking at you griffin McElroy. but yeah. um yeah i mean they're they're big and scurry and they're hot they're hot they're hot big, they're hot. And hot they're hot and they're cold they're yes and they're no. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in. They're in and they're out. They're up and they're down. Mm-hmm. That's actually, I mean, like they burrow and strike from. from uh, look where, at that. So that actually kind of works pretty well. <laughs> was, Thanks, Katy Perry. was Katy Perry's hit single "Hot and Cold" about, about Morris's? <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll ask her. Uh, uh, everyone, tweet at Katy Perry and ask her that question for us. Everyone, please tweet at uh, Mrs. Katy Perry whether or not her hot single. Hot and cold was about these fictional ice centipedes. I think so. I think, I think so. so We've already cracked the code on Charles Schultz and his relationship yes. to treants. Oh, Charles Schultz! How many? You thought we wouldn't figure it out, but we did. How many references to creatures in the owner's manual are spread throughout our popular culture, Zach? I don't know, but you know what? I think it's now our duty. I think to so. Find out. So, if you're interested Definitely. in Ramorazes. You're gonna to need to live somewhere cold and chilly. Perhaps mm-hmm. our perhaps our Greenland listeners, or our uh, our Swedish listeners, or anyone living on the elemental plane of ice. Is there one? I think there's like an ice plains. There might be. I'm not. I haven't brushed up on my elemental planes in a while. So, sorry, elemental planes, if you're listening. Sorry, guys. You're great. We like you. You're, yeah, you, definitely. You're 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 hot or you're cold, depending on you know sort of just the element. Or you're you're cold like temperature, but you're also very attractive. Yes, I am attracted to you, elemental planes. So you're hot and cold at Oof. the same time. Man, we are. Or you're very attractive, but you have a very icy disposition. Mm. So, or you're like you know like like described as like cold blooded. Yeah, Got ice in your veins. Mm. Mm. Like mm. a like an old time private investigator, walking the beat. Named Scoops, get it. 
He's got to get the scoop. Anyway, wait, he, anyway, his name, wait, hang on. Is his name Scoops Get It? <laughs> Scoops Get It. <laughs> or Scoops Gotcha. Uh, Scoops Gotcha is a little better. Oh, Mr. Gotcha, please, you must help me. I know, I th- but first I need to help myself. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. <laughs> I'm just picturing noir Spider-Man from Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Sometimes I let matches burn out of my fingertips just to feel something. <laughs> Which, by the way, if y'all haven't watched Into the Spider-Verse, do it. Oh, it's, it's the best Spider-Man good. movie out there, and it needs more recognition. It's the least uh, it's the least profitable Spider-Man movie out there, and that's a travesty. Um, yeah. Friends of the show, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, go, go watch that amazing movie, and also oh. buy some remorses, you know, if you think you're up for it. Here's hope. That's a challenge. <laughs> Amazing. So from there, we scoot to an ad break. Wait, Zach, can you give me like a, a really anime style like ad break activate? I don't know I don't know what you mean by that. Like like a like a Power Rangers suit up sequence. <laughs> oh that that's a little different. Cool, okay. I got you. Do ad break ching ching activate. Cutting up a little ling. Perfect. Mastodon. I don't know. That'll work. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> Tired of normal, ordinary pet litter? Afraid to take the plunge on buying that Bahir because you're worried about those massive dukes? Your Pegasus too noble for a litter box? Then do we have the product for you, Litteraline. This magically enchanted pet litter emits a scent that matches the alignment of you or your pet. It magically replaces all pet stink with a personalized scent just for your alignment. Or for those picky pets, it will produce a scent so enticing they'd be ashamed not to do their business there. Maybe your nightmare steed needs a little taste of home? Try Neutral Evil Brimstone. Coatal Assistant keeps banishing its droppings to your pillow? Try Lawful Good Clean Linen. Alignments vary between pet and owner? Can't go wrong with True Neutral New Car. Or maybe your pet doesn't care and you just need something to cover that stench. Then Chaotic Neutral Bacon Grease is the litter for you. In addition... Litteraline auto-magically cleans itself every 24 hours, and you can change scents at any time with our convenient take-home transcendation packs. Call 1-800-PET-SHOP and start realigning the way your pet does business. Litteraline, a scent for all kinds. And we're back. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, oh, you got me right in the middle of a yawn there. That's fair. So, look, so but, hey, we had a... We got back. It's interesting, in the, like... 60 to 90 seconds that our ads play, we actually get, like, a lot of work done. Thanks mm-hmm. to kind of, like, the temporal dissociation between the show and the realm, the ad realm. Yeah. Um, the ad It's verse. a bitch to sort of track, but mm-hmm. when you when you crack that code, mm-hmm. it's very, very it's like It's like a can of Pringles. Once you pop, you just can't stop. You just can't stop, baby. Because of that temporal dissociation, you physically cannot stop. Yeah. It's really troublesome sometimes. You, you eat a lot of Pringles as a side effect, mm-hmm. too, which is... Um, an expensive venture, but you know it's our cross the bear, really. If anyone would like to sponsor the show, hit us up. If you have some products, fictional or otherwise, let us know at petshopcast.com. Most def, most def. That or you can uh, send us a DM on Twitter. That's, I mean, same thing basically. I, I mean, they're different websites though. Did I say petshopcast.com? You did say petshopcast.com. Damn it! I meant to do the Twitter. Oh, well, see, they, this they, is they, twice they now I failed you, Zach. If I fail you one more time, I expect you to fire me. No, I'm not confrontational like that. No, so that I'm way much... we can have the running joke of Zach Ann's multiversal pet shop. No, that's when I go to start my own solo project. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Up going... until then, he's got nice guy Zach. I am a forgiving god. Yay. And here, this is my domain, apparently. All right. What's next? Have you ever, have you ever thought oh. about that, that we've sort of crafted for ourselves our own sort of plane? Are we the gods of this world, Griffin? Well, that's suggesting we're the gods of Bemidji. <laughs> well, not Bemidji, but, I mean, we're floating above Bemidji, but sure, we also have sort of our own kind of, it's like a, our own ecosystem. It's like, it's like a demiplane within... Yeah. Like a plane within a plane. Yeah. 
plane within a plane. I don't know. If you, I'm just saying, if you wanted to you know, uh, think about taking up the mantle of godhood with me, like I wouldn't you know, be opposed. Let's let's table that for now. Um, it's yeah, it's sort of a big a, a big sort of topic. That's a big I feel one. Like we We're gonna need that. some. There's a lot of startup there. Um, I, I am sure if we sort of declare that independence for ourselves, mm-hmm. our lich overlord may um come a come a knock in. Unless, unless we rope him in. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, yes. Tell me about our next big boy. Yes, our next big boy actually uh, harkens back to our very first test episode of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. We did do these in the test episode, didn't we? We did. I forgot and about that, actually. Yes, the test episode, the very first episode of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop is not released to the general public. However, if you uh, decide to... Uh, uh, sponsor us over on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Donate to our Patreon. You do get access, I believe, to that first test episode. I think that's out there on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah it's, it's patreon.com pa- slash another path. Definitely. So go check that out. Uh, you know, uh, Give us some uh, some support over on Patreon. And you, you can hear the, the, the goofy-ass test episode <laughs> that, we, that we did to see if this show would be even close to a viable... And we went with it. Chunk anyway. of content. And, and even though that went some way, we decided to do the show anyway. Yeah. Yes. And so the creature we were talking about today, or, or right now, mm-hmm. more, yep. is yep. Dragon Turtles. Dragon Turtles. A Dragon Turtle. So, part dragon, turtle. part turtle. Can you believe it? Can, can you dig it, friend? Can you dig it? Can you smell what the turtle is? Swimming in. That would just be the ocean. It's the ocean. Can you smell the yeah. ocean? A little salty for my yeah, taste, that's but fair. you know that's fair. It's salt, that's just it's salt water. There we go. <laughs> anyway, dragon turtles. Part dragon, kind of, kind but of. more importantly, just a big ass turtle. To <laughs> <laughs> so take that turtle, and like, you know, uh, uh, if you, anyone seen Detective Pikachu out there. They took all those torteras and they made them real, real big. Okay. A like just nearly a mountain-sized turtle. Hell yeah! But it's a good, good also turtle. kind of a dragon. Ooh. It is a gargantuan dragon creature, as uh, the owner manual will describe. Them. Oh, so it's classified now, as a dragon. Yes, it oh. is a gargantuan dragon, technically. Okay. Now. Dragon turtles are amphibious, and so can exist on both land and water. Naturally, um, so they can get you anywhere. Aside from that, that you know, uh, of what's the word I'm looking for? Horizonless uh, air. So if you want to stick to the sky to stay away from those dragon turtles, <laughs> you're gonna have a lonely existence among the clouds. Because the dragon turtle will find you. Yes. Eventually, <laughs> dragon turtles are among the most fearsome creatures of the oceans. Ooh. We're just saying it, because there's a lot of ocean-dwelling there's creatures a lot that of are shit fucking there. horrifying. There's leviathans, there's krakens, there's aboliths. There you go. Now, as large seals. and voracious as the oldest of its uh, land-based dragon kin. Orcas. A d- <laughs> uh, 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 guppies. Jellyfish. <laughs> yes. Uh, as large Starfish. and voracious. Oh, my God. <laughs> As long as voracious as the oldest of his land-based dragon kin, a dragon turtle strikes with its deadly jaws, steaming breath, and crushing tail. I got through it. Cool. Seaweed. <laughs> Tell me about that steaming breath. That sounded cool. Is it, yes. is it just stanky, or is it like... No, it, it exhales scalding steam in a 60-foot cone. That's actually pretty terrifying. <laughs> yes. It's, very, it's a large distance. That just, uh, everything becomes a very uncomfortable sauna. And then you die. <laughs> very uncomfortable sauna is Metal Year's third favorite band. There you go. Send that over. Sending it. Oh, my goodness. Do-do-do-do. A dragon turtle's rough shell is the same dark green color as the deep water where this monster dwells. Ooh. Silver uh, highlights lining the shell resemble light dancing on open water. And a surfacing dragon turtle is sometimes mistaken for the reflection of the sun or moon on the waves. Wait, what? Yes. That's... So as they come bursting out, you go, oh, look, the moon. It looks so bright. Wait, that's not... That's That's not a moon. moon. That's not the moon! And then you're dead. (laughs) And then you're dead. And you're dead. Yes. Because you got squished by a turtle. 
Yes, this describes them as dragons of the deep. Like true I'm dragons. Gonna, I'm going to drop the Clash of the Creatures reverb over that, just so you know. I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, like true dragons, dragon turtles collect treasure, first by sinking ships, and then by sifting through the wreckage for coins and other, uh, what does that say? Precious items. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, I want what you have up there. Shaboom! <laughs> it very much like, it's, it. yeah, I can imagine it just kind of reaches up with its turtle hands and just grabs a boat it's big, and, and take, just, can't re- just takes it with it. This is kind of gross. Um, a dragon swallows treasure for transport, then regurgitates it when it returns to its lair. <laughs> So it's like, I'm just going to take this with me. Nom, 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 nom. Okay, back we go now. Glub, glub, glub. And then it gets home and it's just like, I wonder what I actually got today. <laughs> Let's see the haul today. <laughs> so does it have, um, like, you think it has, like, a food stomach and then, like, a treasure stomach? Well, that, like, I I, I would like to envision, like, sort of, like, like squirrel pouches or something. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Now that yes, they dwell in caves hidden in coral reefs or beneath the seafloor, or along rugged stretches of coastline. Ooh. If a choice cave is already inhabited, a dragon turtle attacks its current residents in an attempt to take over. Are dragon turtles evil? No, they're neutral, true neutral. They just they just do what they want. They look at they do their thing. Damn. Mercenary monsters. A dragon turtle is smart enough to be bribed. And pirates sailing seas patrolled by these creatures quickly learn to offer no. them treasure in exchange for safe passage. No fucking way. Yeah. You're kidding. Uh, clever Sahaguin. Yeah. They're like, they're like, yeah, they're they're like, like fish people. Yes. Uh, sometimes ally with dragon turtles, enticing them with treasure to use their blistering breath weapons in uh, raids against ships and coastal settlements. Ugh. So sometimes a bunch of those guys will just roll up with a dragon turtle and go, destroy it all for us. And you're screwed. There's nothing you can yes, do. Yes, there's nothing you can do. Okay. So we've talked a lot about the the terrors of a dragon turtle. Why would I want a dragon turtle as a life companion? Um, Aside from, you know, a, a giant hefty, uh, 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 probably unstoppable beast, mm-hmm. um... I mean, they. If you are someone who likes a, a nice amount of treasure, you um. That's fair. Yes, you know you are a, 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 a you know, enjoy your shinies. Ooh, I, ooh! Now I'm thinking about it. A cool like double team of creature ownership. We haven't talked mm-hmm. about them yet. Maybe we can get them next episode. Or the Zorn. The Zorn. The Zorn. Get yeah. a Zorn. Okay. And that Zorn goes out because they they can you know track down you new know, treasure. Yeah. No problem. And then you're like, fantastic, got this treasure. Now, boom, dragon turtle. Here you go, my friend. Come hang out with me. And the dragon turtle's like, oh, yeah, sure, man. (laughs) Yeah, they do speak Aquan and Draconic. So there you go. Yeah. So however you'd say, oh, yeah, sure, man. In In Aquan or Draconic. (laughs) Uh, And then you've got yourself a little, not little, a gargantuan dragon buddy. All right. Yeah, man, Dra- dragon turtles. So they're not the uh, quite as um, as what's the word I'm looking for? Brilliant and wise mm-hmm. as their you know land do- uh, and sky dwelling counterparts. Mm-hmm. Where you know I, I always equate you know like especially those ancient dragons with like ultimate wisdom, yeah, and power. They're like hyper intelligent and exactly. Now dragon turtles, they you know they 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 are, can speak and they're smart. Mm-hmm. And you can reason with them. Mm-hmm. They're not quite. They're not of the same tier. Whereas if you were going to try and hang out with a dragon, you would probably end up being like a full-on dragon's like pet. Yeah. You might be able to to make a nice sort of pet companion with a dragon turtle. Yeah, maybe you can kick it with the dragon turtle. Now, with that being said, they are gargantuan, which meaning you're going to need a lot of freaking ocean space. Maybe. For a dragon turtle. Maybe a dragon turtle would be a good option for a dragon. Hmm. Go on. I'm just thinking, because I know that there are several amphibious types of dragons, and there are dragons that like to live near the coast, and uh, like to dive into the water and swim, and Mm -hmm. perhaps that's, maybe it's more of a partnership at that point, or, or, you know, a, I don't know, it's like, the, the thing with these big boy pets, 
right? Is they're not for you and I. Yes, no. They they are not for you and I to to have in our lives because we are six to six four. Yes, six five. <laughs> thanks. Sorry, you. and technically, honestly, I gave myself an extra inch. I'm five eleven. I'll own up to that. Um, but <laughs> but um, these are for the the uh, you know your the giants mm-hmm. and uh, those that are big. They're um, big big pets for big big pets for big boys. Yeah. For like say a giant mm-hmm. in comparison, a, a a dragon turtle could be like the size of like you know a horse to them. Honestly, yeah. There you go, a, an aquatic mount. Oof, for that seafaring giant. Oh, that's a dope image. There you go. Imagine like a storm giant riding a dragon Ooh. turtle. Hucking that would be baller. And... Some giant like trident. Ooh, and just the biggest saddle oh most deaf because its shell is pretty spiky i wouldn't want to just squat on that i want i wouldn't want to straddle that bad boy because that would be painful but But yes dragon turtles need a lot of space you probably want to be a very very large person or very rich (laughs) or very very rich person (laughs) and can employ many many handlers otherwise you're gonna get eat Oh, de- most definitely. Um, you get but game. yeah, they're fantastic. They're very strong. They're very formidable. Hell yeah. Um, Own the seas. And that's, Become a yes, pirate, it, Captain Lord. King of the pirates. Pirate Lord. Arr. Storm giant. Yar. Oh, pirate on. I want to see a pirate crew, okay? Okay. And they've just hitched, like, a deck onto the back of a dragon turtle. Oh, <laughs> That is and so super cool. Just and the turtle's going to be fine with it so long as they keep bringing it money. There you go. Oh, that's so cool. Symbiotic pirate turtle relationship. Ooh, a turtle pirate crew. Zach Rob. That's, we just made a movie. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that or just at least a new campaign setting. Oh, that's amazing. A crew of turtle pirates, right? With, 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 with scaffolding. And a mast and cannons affixed to the back of a dragon turtle. Oh my god, that is so cool. That's that's a rad image. I'm a I'm a I'm a, well, right, yeah. write that down. Uh, TM TM TM. Yes, that's ours. That's our IP. If you take unless it, you want to use it for like a homebrewed campaign, in which case you just give us credit. That's fine. That's cool. Just be like, hey, thanks, Zach and Griffin. Um, yeah. Also, let us know how it goes on Twitter. Yeah, at Patch Up Guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, that's something cool. like so. Dragon turtles baller, uh, and with that, we should scoot on to that last creature of the day. Let's scoot on to our last boy, and it's a similar. Uh, uh, we're sticking with the aquatic theme for the back half, uh, and we're going to talk about some hydras. Ooh, a, a classic mythological creature. A hydra is most commonly depicted as a massive reptilian entity with several long heads. That is what people largely think of and imagine when a hydra is referenced. In the in the the setting that we resolve uh, w- that we reside in, hydras are you know, uh, reptilian, as I said, kind of a crocodilian sort of body, multiple heads on long serpentine necks, and the main hook of hydras and why they're so formidable is that. The heads are honestly relatively, uh, they're pretty easy to kill or sever. But every time a head is destroyed, two heads grow back. That is the, That's, that is the hook. It's very of scary. Yeah. See, uh, when, I, when I, f- I think of hydras, the first thing, of course, I think of is uh, who puts a gladding gladiator Hercules? Yeah. Yeah, it's her. What was that exasperation? It's, it's the Herc. We know. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to create a, a, a you know a thread here of conversation, but never mind, Griff. No, tell me more about Disney's Hercules. I enjoyed Disney's Hercules. Yeah, me too. So that, that bit died. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have been a better scene partner with you on that one. Um, there was a. A rival dragon god that uh, Tiamat, you know, the uh, yeah. friend of the show, um, yeah. once slain, slew 
Slain? Slid? Slew. Slewed. Um, Tiamat slewed uh, a dragon god and cast her blood across this beautiful multiverse we all reside in. Each drop that fell upon a world spawned a multi-headed hydra consumed by a hunger as great as the fallen god's hatred. Great champions are known to test their mettle against these fearsome creatures. Hmm. So they're born of uh, old dragon god blood and they everywhere. They, they everywhere, they everywhere. They have an everlasting hunger, a rapricious and gluttonous monster, they are called. They, you know, have you ever seen, like, I don't know, like a bunch of wolves tear into something? Personally, no. How there's just, like, you know, carrion and stuff flying through yeah. the air and they're all snapping yeah. at it. And viscera. And... Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but it's one creature. Just all tearing <laughs> yeah. and tossing. Much like a like, like a Cerberus. Yeah, I can do a Cerberus. Going back to Hercules. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, when a Hydra has cleared a territory of food and uh, has driven off any creatures smart enough to avoid it, it moves on to seek its meals elsewhere. Um, a Hydra's hunger is so great that if it can't feed, it may the heads may turn against each other. Oh, no. And uh, attack and just kind of start eating itself. Oh, just ripping itself. And then, and then more, more heads grow. grow back as an endless oh, nasty food God. source. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Um, but hydras are, weirdly enough, like water-dwelling creatures. Uh, they're natural swimmers. They can be found anywhere from rivers to lake shores to shallow oceans or, or ocean shallows, rather. There's no such thing as a shallow ocean, Griffin. Uh, are they amphibious? They're amphibious. Um, they can well, they can hold their breath for an hour. Um, gotcha. So they can't live full time in the water, but are uh, they they are often found in aquatic areas like uh, gotcha. bogs, even or swamps. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, Swamp Hydra. Ooh, I just gave myself a new idea. Swamp Hydra. Swamp Hydra. Um, they rarely require shelter from the elements, so they don't normally have, like, layers, per se. They just kind of, they're more wandering creatures. Gotcha. Um, only in colder climates are they drawn toward uh, sheltered caverns or ruins of some kind to, to hunker down in. Um, and they're notoriously difficult to sneak up on because not all the heads fall asleep at the same time. So, there's always a head kind of just awakened, watching. Always watching. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah, it's bad. They're bad. They're bad. <laughs> they're they're rough. They're certainly yeah, I, difficult to 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 tangle with because all they want uh, is to eat you alive. Most definitely. Now, I I did pull this up real quick, and there's something that I noticed that at least in the 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 game of Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Sure. What's up? Sounds horrifying, and that is their reactive heads feature. Oh yeah, it's dirty. <laughs> oh man they they basically get they basically get an attack for as many heads as they have, and a reaction for every head that it has. Which is just rough. Uh-huh. Whoo, They're nasty. I, I ran a hydra once for uh, for our party. Um, and there's this weird. Um, so you actually, I, I told you about this back in the day. Um, but they were actually doing some some plane hopping, and yes. they did a. There was a portal that was. Uh, uh, there was a counter spell thrown at it right as a hydra was attacking, and everything just kind of fizzled and went crazy. So they and the hydra got stuck between two planes simultaneously. So some of the heads of the hydra were like material plane, and some of the heads of the hydra were ethereal plane. <sighs> you could only attack the heads of the plane that you were on. So they kind of had to like work together across two planes to kill one creature that was stuck between two planes. That's fun. It was super fun. I have the stat block for it, the Ethereal Hydra. That is uh, that is another band name, I think. Ethereal Hydra. Yeah, got it. Um, That's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, Hydras—they are they're they're tricky to tame for sure because of the whole multi heads and the ravenous hunger thing. But yeah. um, if you are powerful enough, they are, you know, they're unaligned and they're low intelligence. So you could probably either f- food bribe them or just out muscle them. Just kind of, you know, show them who's boss kind of thing. They are. You gotta, you gotta make a, gotta be the alpha. They're not friendly is kind of what yes. I'm getting at. 
The, Hydra's not a cuddle pet. Yeah. You know, it is a. Uh, I have this thing over there. It will eat you. Mm-hmm. Don't don't mess with me. It's it's pet. it's an attack pet, guard pet. Yeah. Uh, a now, a you Griffin. have way too much food in your apartment, pet. Yes, Zach. Yeah. I have this idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. In my brain right now. Okie dokie. And that is yes. And just 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 bear with me here. Okay. A Hydra, Three Stooges style slapstick routine. Oh, what? What do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's very good. That's very good. So it's gonna be like instead of Larry, Curly, and Mo, it's um, head one, head two, and head three. Well, it's like it's it's scaly, uh, but chompy and. Shmoppy and Shmo. slithery and Shmo. 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 Yes. Scaly, chompy, and Shmo. There you go. <laughs> um, the only, the only wrench, it's got to be completely physical comedy. Yes, um, most definitely. I think, I think with this plan, we create a renaissance in the silent film industry. I'm here. Because they can't talk. Yeah, you can do just the little things on the bottom of the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some, some, some subtitling. Um, yeah. It's going to be entirely physical comedy. Mustache. Um, I just pictured a Hydra with like the the glasses with the big nose and the mustache on. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yes, that'd be fantastic. I want to see how it would work. You know that that one bit where oh goodness, was it uh, Larry who would do like you know the, the go to poke mm-hmm. uh, one of their eyes and then they would put like the hand up to, like yeah. and the and it would the, it would the two it. fingers would get caught on it yeah. I want to see how that would work with Hydra. <laughs> I think what happens is that like one head tries to like bite the other head, but it kind of just like twists her out of the out of the way, or finds yeah. or a, a third head comes up to block it, but then heads four and heads five just kind of come around the side and bite head one. There's there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. There's a lot of potential. We could take there. this out on the road, Griff. Ooh. Are we are we about to are we about to close our doors and become traveling Hydra circus men? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a viable option. I though, think Griff. I think I think the time has come, Zach, for you and mm-hmm. I to invest in some simulacrum. <laughs> I'm gonna nod. I don't know what that means. Simulacrum? Uh, yes, I have no idea. We make copies of ourselves. Oh. Magical clones. Okay. That can run the store while we're away. But then what do we do with them when we're back? We, Does it have to become a prestige sort of scenario? We just have them, you know, help out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't be like the, the end of the prestige. No. You seen the prestige? It'd just be like Griffin and 1 and Griffin 2, Zack 1, Zack 2. Cool, because I don't think I could lock a copy of myself in a, like a, a tank of water and watch him drown. Yeah, no, don't do that. That would be a lot. Be a lot. No, we like we like. I mean, we like ourselves. Yeah, I want to want to sit there also being that one that Michael Caine is like looking at me on the other side of the glass. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry for all this. <laughs> no, like we 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 live in a world of magic and mystery and wonder where we can have things like uh, hydras and treants and dragon turtles and remorises just at our beck and call. So I mean, we can make a copy of ourselves. That's child's play. Yes. Yes. I th- I think. Okay. This horrifies me, okay. but um, you well, know, well, uh, like we said, uh, we're if, not here to debate ethics. We're here to get shit yeah. done. If if you're not scared, you're not growing. I guess. Yeah. Some some may say. And hydras are so. terrifying. So like. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's and do if, it, Griffin. And if I can, if I can ruck with a hydra, then maybe one day I'll grow to be a big boy myself. Maybe. All right. Um. So, uh, folks, um, I think that's all the time that we have for today, yes? I think so. Uh, okay, um, well... Um, Just remember, Zach. Yeah? The Hydra is always watching. I, I know. Okay, so... Um, always I think gri- watching. Yes, yes, Griffin. <laughs> okay, I'm back. So, so gri- I think Griffin's no, going to like take my blood for this, here. this, no, here. this copying thing. Just a little um, so um, oh, I, we got. I guess we're gonna go do that. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you for again for coming. Um, check fine. us out on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, 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 donate to our Patreon. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. No, just come I'm here. Zach. Here, just just be just hold still for a second. Okay, I'm Zach. I'm Griffin. And yeah. Oh, ow, that's cool. Ow. 
Just remember, oh. folks. At the end of the day, um, it's it's all about love. Baby. It's all about love, baby. Good night, Zach. Well, folks, just remember, we love you. Zach will be fine. Don't worry. I'll take good care of him. Folks, thank you for listening to episode 20 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing or leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or Google, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. You can follow along with us at Pet Shopcast on Twitter or PetShopCast.com. If you want more from us, you can check out our sister show, Another Path, a theatrical D&D actual play podcast at Another Path Pod on Twitter or AnotherPathPodcast.com. On that website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon, which helps support all of the shows that we do and the amazing people who create them. We'd like to give a special thanks to Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We also want to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find her at Rin underscore Moran on Twitter. That's going to be all for us this week, but we'll be back soon with a new episode. Don't forget that we love you, and I promise... Zack will be okay. <laughs>